Good evening. Good evening. If you would, open your Bibles to the book of Revelation, chapter 6. We'll be looking at verses 1 through 8. Now, in the book of Revelation, John, we, we see in chapter 5, John sees a book that no one was found to be worthy to be opened. And this book was sealed with seven seals. And when John started to weep about this book, not being able to be opened, one of the elders that was around the throne told John that Jesus was able to open the book. He was the only one worthy to open the book. Now, the elder tells John when he, when he looks at Jesus, he says, Behold, the line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, is worthy to open the book. But when John looks, he doesn't see Jesus as the line of the tribe of Judah or the root of David. When he looks, he sees as John says, a lamb like it had been slain. And he sees Jesus as the sacrificial lamb, the one who died on the cross because John has been redeemed by Christ. And he sees Christ as still having the scars of crucifixion. So even in a glorified state, we see that Jesus still bears these scars from his crucifixion, and that's what John sees. Now, when Jesus begins to open the book, we see that judgment starts to take place, and we see this in chapter 6, we see that judgment starts to take place upon the earth when he starts to remove these seals from the book. So we see that this book is a book of judgment, and that's what we're going to be looking at tonight, this book of judgment. In particular, the first four of these seals. And what we're going to be doing the next several weeks is looking at this book of judgment and these seals. So we see what happens when he starts to break these seals and it's the first four seals that we are introduced to the four horsemen of, of the apocalypse, as some people call them. But what we're going to see is there's more than four horsemen. There's actually five. So that's what we're going to be looking at tonight is these four horsemen or five horsemen of the apocalypse. So look at Revelation chapter 6. And we're going to be looking at verses 1 through 8. It's written, After I beheld the Lamb, after I beheld when the Lamb had opened one of the seals, and I heard one of the four beasts say, as it were, the noise of thunder, Come and see. Therefore I beheld, and lo, there was a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering that he might overcome. And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, Come and see. And there went out another horse that was red, and power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth, and that they should kill one another, 
and there was given unto him a great sword. And when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and see. Then I beheld, and lo, a black horse, and he that sat on him had balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, A measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny, and oil and wine hurt thou not. And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was Death, and hell followed after him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword and with hunger and with death and with beast of the earth. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you tonight, I just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. Just be with us tonight, Lord, as we worship together. Just illuminate your word for us and help us just to take what we learn tonight and apply it into our daily walk. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us. If there's anyone that needs to make any decision, I pray that you would speak to their hearts. And Lord, just continue to be with us and overshadow us with your love and watch care. Just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, in this passage of scripture, we see that Jesus begins to open this book that has been sealed with seven seals. And the opening of these seals begins the first series of judgments upon the earth, and these are the judgments that take place during the tribulation period, that time of tribulation that comes on the earth after Christ raptures the church. Now, when he opens the first seal, we are introduced to the first horseman. Now, there are some specific things about this horseman that gives us his identity. And the identity of this horseman is that of the Antichrist. This is the Antichrist and his revealing. So the first thing that we see is he rides a white horse. A white horse traditionally has been the horse of royalty, the horse of authority, the horse of power. When Christ comes back in power and glory, when he comes back later in the book of Revelation, we see that he is riding a white horse. So the Antichrist mimics this. He rides a white horse, and then he is given a crown to wear, symbolizing his authority and power. But then look at what it says. He's given a bow. But do you notice something? It's a bow with no arrows. But it says that he goes out and he conquers things. He goes out and conquers the earth. Well, he does this through lies and deceit. That's why he has no, no arrows. He doesn't need arrows. And the reason he doesn't need arrows is found in 2 Thessalonians. If you turn over to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 11 and 12, it says that God sends a strong delusion on the earth so that people will believe the lies of the Antichrist. And God does this as a form of judgment. You can see that in verse 12. They believe these lies and God sends this delusion 
as judgment on the unbelievers and it says that he does this so they will be damned. That's how Antichrist even gains his power. Because after the rapture of the church, the restraining force is taken away. God sends a strong delusion on the earth and people believe the Antichrist. But remember, these are people that are lost. They believe his lies and he's able to to take power. So when the first seal is open, the Antichrist is unleashed on the earth and he conquers the earth through lies and deceit. And the only way he is able to do this is God sends a strong delusion on the earth where they will believe the Antichrist. And he does this as a form of judgment because these people are damned. But then we see once the Antichrist takes control and he gains control through lies and deceit, he does something else. And we see this with the second seal. When Christ opens the second seal, look at what it says. And there, in verse 4, And there went out another horse that was red, and power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth. When Antichrist comes into power, he brings war. The second horse is red, and the rider on the horse is war. He unleashes war. And you can notice the signs of war with what's given here, the signs of bloodshed that comes upon the earth. It's a red horse, the color of blood. He takes peace from the earth, symbolizing war and bloodshed. Then it says that people kill one another. War. And then what is the rider given? He's given a great sword so that he can go around killing. So what we see is that the Antichrist, when he comes into power, he ushers in a war, a great war, a third world war possibly. And we see that it's a worldwide war because it says, if you look at verse 4, he takes peace from the earth. And we'll see how wide scale this is later on when we see the fourth and fifth horsemen. But Antichrist ushers in war. Remember, Christ is the Prince of Peace. Antichrist is the opposite of this. Antichrist doesn't bring in peace to the earth. He brings in war. And what usually follows war? Famine and disease. Famine and disease. After the war is brought about on the earth, Jesus opens up the third seal. And when Jesus opens the third seal, we see famine Come to the earth. And it's a great famine. And it's a famine, as we're going to see, that affects all but the wealthy. It affects all the people but the wealthy. 
So when Jesus opens the seal, we see a black horse. And the rider on this hurt, on this horse that we're introduced to, he has balances or scales in his hands. And the name of this rider is, we'll call him Famine. So the first rider was Antichrist, the second rider was War, and the third rider is Famine. And he holds a pair of balances in his hands because the balances represent the measuring out of food. And look at what it says. People are only allowed a small amount of food. Now look at what it says here. A measure of wheat for a penny, verse 6, and three measures of barley for a penny, and oil and wine, hurt thou not. Now, a penny was a Roman denarius. Now, a Roman denarius was a silver coin. It was a silver Roman coin, and pretty much it represented a day's wage. That was what someone would be paid for a day's wage. Now, back during the time of the Roman Empire, a Roman denarius was, according to history, was able, you were able to buy about 10 quarts of wheat <coughs> with a denarius. And a denarius could also buy around 30 quarts of barley. Now, if you think about it, 10 quarts of wheat and 30 quarts of barley, that's quite a bit. You know, that can last a long time. But here, it says it can only, you can only use a day's wage to purchase a measure. A measure is one quart. One quart was the daily ration, the daily ration of one Roman soldier. So with a day's wage, the people will only be allowed to buy enough food for one person, and that's what they're going to have to use to try to feed their family. That's what follows the war this famine. Yet, look at what it says. See thou hurt not the oil and the wine. Those are signs of wealth. The wealthy will not be affected by this because they'll have the money to buy food. They won't be affected by it, but the common people and the poor will suffer because of this. So thus far, what we have seen is the Antichrist assumes control through lies and deceit. He ushers in a war. And then what naturally follows war is famine. And that brings us to the fourth seal. When he opens the fourth seal, what we see is a rider on a pale horse. What does pale usually represent? Sickness. So the horse we're going to call 
disease. It's sickly, it's pale. And the rider on the horse is deaf. But we notice something, that there's actually two riders on this horse, not just one. Death is the one that is controlling the horse. But he has someone sitting right behind him, and that is hell. So here we have hell being personified. And so what we see is disease represented by the horse following the war and famine. And this is ushering in death. It's bringing in death. This horse brings death. Now, if you look back at history, what has normally followed wars? After World War I, you had famine and disease. After World War II, you had famine and disease. And that followed both of these wars. So in this judgment, death is unleashed after the war and famine. And it brings in disease. It brings in death. And that's what hits the earth. And this horseman is not alone. So you have death taking the bodies of the people, killing the bodies, and then you have hell claiming the souls. Because these people are lost. But then look at what it says. It says that he kills a fourth part. They kill a fourth part of the earth. And they're killed with the sword and with hunger and with death and with the beast of the earth. So death goes through the earth and kills a fourth part, 25% of the earth. Now think about something. Today's population is around 7.7 billion people. 25% of 7.7 billion is about 2 billion. So 2 billion people, 25% of the earth's population dies in this judgment. Now, just to put that in perspective... 85, around 85 million people died during World War II. Two billion in this judgment, 85 million in World War II. World War II claimed a life of 3 to 3.5 percent of the Earth's population. Here, 25 percent dies. But then we see that these people are lost, remember? They are sent a strong delusion to believe the Antichrist, which leads to their damnation. So what naturally follows death for those that are lost? Hell. That's why he's on the horse following death. He's right behind death on the horse. This horse of disease and sickness ushers in death and then hell follows him. Because these people are all damned. Death kills them and hell claims their souls. 
So the first four seals unleash Antichrist, war, famine, and then death and hell. When 25% of the population. But what we see is God's wrath is being unleashed. This is God's wrath being unleashed on a sinful, unbelieving world after the rapture of the church. Because as we've looked at, Christians will miss this. God takes the church before this happens. But as we looked at last Sunday, God shortens the time of the tribulation because if he didn't, no one would survive it. And we can see why. Because in this one judgment, these four seals being undone, or open, 25% of the population dies. So if God did not shorten those days, no one would survive it. Again, this is only the beginning of the sorrows of the tribulation. And what we're going to look at next week is the fifth and sixth seal that takes place during this first grouping of judgments on the earth. Let's stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just thank you for your word, and I thank you, Lord, that we can just learn from it. And Lord, I just pray that we would take what we learn and help us to apply it into our daily walk. Again, Lord, I just thank you and praise you for all the many blessings that you've given us. And Lord, as we go into this time of invitation, I just pray again that if there's anyone that needs to make any decision, that you would speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with us and overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.